0: Just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You no, know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? I'm sure. I'm Ollie, and we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror.
1: Episode 32? Yeah. That have a book on me as well, so that's actually quite impressive. You,
0: you are pro- so proud so. I panicked then, because I, like I forgot. 32.
1: So my midweek spin-off this week, and I'm going with Dr. Harold Shipman, which <laughs> you said you've watched a year.
0: I did, I watched a documentary on him yesterday. Was it the BBC one? No, it was, I have seen that one though. But I watched; it was called "Faking It: Tears of a Crime," and it was on the Discovery Plus app. Not sponsored, but it is fantastic. You need to download that app. Yeah. And I, it, it was just on an episode of it. Funny story, though. Before you start, about Harold Shipman. So, Lisa, you'll probably
1: know more than him than I will if you've been watching documentaries. No, I was,
0: that. I was barely listening. I was right. doing my embroidery, so it was like I was more focused on that. But Lisa, my colleague, like her husband, Don. Like his last name Shipman, and so she managed to convince me for a solid few nights that he was related to
1: Fucking up. Harold well, Shipman, and I was like, he's "Shut local, up!" Isn't he? I think some of his crimes are committed in Leeds. Like yeah. he was working at a practice in Leeds.
0: But I was just like, I genuinely believed that he was related to Harold Shipman, which was quite impressive because it takes a lot to dupe me. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm quite. I'm not very gullible. So it, uh, it took a lot.
1: I went with Doctor Shipman because. Um, I, We watched Grave Encounters last week. Yeah. And the whole story behind the mental asylum at, at Grave Encounters is there was a doctor who committed.
0: Arthur uh, oh, Friedkin.
1: Yeah, based, like torturous surgeries and experiments on real life people. Uh, and what from what you get from the film, that might have not even been insane. It's what he did to them turned them insane.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people weren't when they were in asylums at that in that era they weren't insane they were just like it was questions often that were hysteria. left unanswered from
1: science that just put it down to insanity and, yeah and family members
0: that embarrassed the family they used to put them in there so a lot of the time they weren't even insane
1: so i haven't got much about him but i think there's some points for discussion at the end which is why i was interested in doing this one because i like topic i like conversations like little debates when we're we're doing midweeks. But anyway, I'll do like a brief introduction about what he is and what he did. So Harold Chipman is a former actor. Before we get into it, do you think when he's, like after he's committed all these crimes, do you think they should take the title of doctor away from someone?
0: I mean, it's it's not an honour though, is it? It's a title. It's yeah, you've, like... you've
1: earned the qualifications yeah. to be classed as a doctor, but at the same time you... You look at a doctor as someone who's supposed to help people, and
0: yeah, I mean, but he's still a doctor.
1: So you think it's, it don't really matter? I
0: don't think it really matters. No.
1: Anyway, Harold Shipman is a former Harold Shipman is a former GP and prolific serial killer who murdered approximately 250 victims, most of whom were elderly women. In the year 2000, he was found guilty of murdering 15 patients under his care and one count of forgery, resulting in his imprisonment for life with the recommendation that he never be released. Born in Nottingham in 1946, Shipman studied medicine at Leeds School of Medicine and began working as a general practitioner in 1974 at the Abraham Ormerrod Medical Centre in Todmorden. Is that, was, did that sound right? Did I?
0: It didn't sound wrong.
1: A year later, he was fined £600 for forging prescriptions of a painkiller, pethidine, which he had become addicted to.
0: Yeah, it's like a morphine.
1: He was not struck off by the General Medical Council, but fired by his practice, and three years later he began working as a GP in Greater Manchester. In 1993, Shipman set up his own practice in Hyde, Greater Manchester, and registered approximately 3,000 patients. Five years later, in September 1998, he was arrested for the murder of Kathleen Grundy. So, what did Harold Shipman do? Shipman was accused of killing 15 elderly patients in 1999, although he's believed to have killed approximately 250, making him one of the most prolific serial killers Britain has ever seen. Which is some title, I think. But then again, I know obviously you've got Jack the Ripper and stuff, but is Britain really, like, in terms of prolific serial killers? There's not really that many, is there? Mm. Like, 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 I'm talking like Ted Bundy stature. And who, who was the clown one? John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. They're, they're like your yeah, your yeah, A-listers in terms of serial killers.
0: Yeah, but then you've got the likes of like the Yorkshire Ripper from here and stuff like that. Mm. So,
1: But do you think people in America know about that? Like we know about the American yeah, ones, do you think?
0: Yeah, I think America would know about the Yorkshire Ripper.
1: According to the Shipman inquiry which took place in 2002, Deborah Massey who worked at Frank Massey and Sons Funeral Parlor raised the alarm in March 1998 after noticing a high death rate among Shipman's patients and a large number of cremation forms that he had had countersigned, while another GP also informed the Medical Defence Union however police were unable to find sufficient evidence evidence and closed the investigation. See, just just from there that's shocking police work because I'd imagine it's rare that so like so many patients well so many deceased come from one doctor i mean obviously i don't know the di- proper in-depth details about it and i think there is something a bit more about the police later on but even just then that's it's
0: not the same as it well we say it's not the same as this it is was quite though, recent. It was recent yeah
1: this is 2000 you just don't expect it from 1998 you know it's the high death rate among his patients
0: you just don't think but, of it from a doctor. But that's either. what that's
1: what serial that well, just in serial killers in general, they get the the serial killers. They're not just killers; they're serial killers because you would never expect them to do it. If I think, I think because his title as a doctor, it definitely aided in the fact where he could carry on for so much longer. Because you're right, you don't look at as a doctor as someone who's who do that to people, as opposed to just an average person who's who's a suspect. Mm. Um So yeah. In August 1998, taxi driver John Shaw informed police that he suspected Shipman had killed twenty-one patients, after noticing that many elderly women he was taking to the medical centre died in Shipman's care, despite arriving in what seemed to be good health. Again, that's that's
0: proper dodgy. That's 20,
1: 21 patients, and that that's only affected one taxi driver. That's I know maybe he had a lot of um, a lot of customers in his taxi, but for for him to notice twenty-one just purely by himself. It's standing out to other people, so why have police not stepped in yet? Yeah,
0: it's an odd
1: one. Just seems so dodgy that... that It that... is,
0: though. It's the, the whole bloody thing is dodgy.
1: So, the police, who were later blamed by the Shipman inquiry for assigning inexperienced officers to the case in March, took notice after the killer's last victim, Kathleen Grundy, was found dead at her home in June 1998, with Shipman being the last person to see her alive and recording cause of death as old age. I... would wonder I... how they
0: put that down.
1: This is what I was about to say. Like, th- th- is there such thing as a cause for death as old age? It must be some sort of organs failing. Yeah, like...
0: it's usually like cardiac arrest, or yeah,
1: or just like you don't just die because you're old. You die because something in your body has failed, and it's it's resulted in you you dying. Yeah, dying of old
0: age is a weird. Like, one.
1: Is that like a genuine legal? You can't be a genuine legal term. No,
0: it won't be. Definitely
1: not. Grundy's daughter Angela Woodruff Wood Woodruff or Woodruff. <laughs> who was a lawyer was informed by a solicitor that an inauthentic looking will had been seemingly had been made seemingly by her mother excluding woodruff and her children but leaving 386,000 pounds to shipment what Come a guy. on come on like I've, what I, a guy. I watch a lot of forensic files and there is like some really Devious ways that people have killed someone in order to claim life insurance. And they've done like years of planning, like they've took out the life insurance six, seven years before yeah, they intended it's been a to gradual kill someone.
0: Process. It's
1: just fucking killed a woman, cut off all her close friends and family, and put his name down for all of her money. It
0: reminds me of, you know, we were talking about Bad Neighbours 2, where he like puts the wink, he's like <laughs> the little logo on the top of the Oh, letter. yeah, the calling <laughs> the card. The little calling card. It's a dupe. <laughs> we got you. <laughs>
1: Does he, as a doctor, as a smart guy, did he genuinely think that no one would pick up on that? Especially, you'd think you'd you go for someone who's got no friends and family, or...
0: Well, I don't know. You've got to think about how many times he got away with it before, I suppose. Because that's the thing with serial killers. It's complacency. Once, you, once you've got a few under your belt and yeah. nobody can catch you, you can get cocky. And that's when you get caught.
1: Woodruff reported shipment to the police who opened up an investigation and found traces of heroin diamorphine often used to treat terminal cancer patients in her body in fact the forensic scientist said that her death was consistent with the use or administration of a significant quantity of morphine or diamorphine and similar values have been seen in, f- in f- fatalities attributed to morphine overdoses so he's give her a good fucking whack of medication
0: mm. she's not survived it
1: no as I obviously intended to not survive it
0: yeah. but- I don't know, he's just, he's an odd guy. Well, he looks yeah, like a
1: serial killer. Though. He, yeah, but he, but does he look like a bit like a doctor as well? He does. but yeah, he looks he's, like a serial. Like any serial killer you look killer. at, you think once you know they're a serial killer, you feel like you can look deeper into him and be like, yeah, actually, you do look like someone who'd.
0: I feel like Ted Bundy didn't look like a serial killer. Actually, hmm. I don't think John Wayne Gacy looked like a serial killer. Either. What? It's
1: fucking clown costume. Jesus yeah, but he
0: Christ. was. Yeah, but he was a kids entertainer, and that's what all kids entertainers look like back
1: then. I would never have fucking had a kids entertainer. Yeah, back but back that's back. what they
0: look like.
1: I get what you're saying. Shipman asserted that Grundy was addicted to a drug like codeine, morphine, or heroin and pointed to his GP notes as evidence. However, police found that the comments had been written on his computer after her death, as well as a typewriter that could be used to make the forged will. He was arrested on the 7th of September 1998. So, this is not a very smart doctor. No. I think that's what we've learned. is You'd forge them notes before you could, but then again, like you say, if you've... If you've already killed so many people, you would get complacent and just think, well, the last four victims, no one brought anything up.
0: And the thing as well, if the it, it's a lot of risk if the guy wanted, like Harold wanted to do that, because it could be that this woman took a dose of it, got really unwell, and then they they took her to hospital and then looked on a medical notes and they found that it was there and they were like, yeah, but she's not a cancer patient, so yeah. why is she on it? So he would have to do it afterwards to make it not look suspicious, but in that way he did look suspicious at the same time it was sort of a catch-20 he could have offered her in such a different way
1: i, I don't know I, I feel like by writing his notes after he's already signed is it like that's that's black and white evidence as this person has has done it they've made yeah. they, they've made them notes after but like if you're going to try and take what was it three hundred eighty six thousand pounds from someone <laughs> you'd make you'd make the because i'd imagine obviously i wasn't there but i'd imagine she's probably talking about her like this money she's got or she's mentioned it or this this motive for him to want to kill her and take that money yeah. so is it's like premeditated she's not just turned up for a random appointment and he's thought yeah I'll kill her yeah, but if why
0: it... how I, what I don't understand is how do you get from a doctor to learn about 386,000 pounds
1: just general chit chat you never know like you like, like, the taxi driver said, it was regular patients that that, that is used to taking. Yes, yeah, So every time she goes for an appointment, they could be chatting and, oh, how is, how's your son doing? Or do you know? what how's I mean mean? Or, or yeah, like how, like, oh, have you decided what money you're going to leave to who? Or obviously, maybe not in them words, but, oh, have you got any friends and family that you can give stuff down to? You know what? You know what yeah. I'm saying. So it was a premeditated attack. He'd so have thought it would have made this airtight, not <sighs> by not by making. Doctor's notes after the date of the death, and it's
0: so greedy as well. Like three hundred and eighty-six thousand. Like, what would he possibly need that for in such a short space of time? Like, surely he could have just like killed more women and then separated the amount out. Yeah. Like, why? Why that one? That's warm... such.
1: A, and to cut out a friend's, you'd, you'd think he'd yeah. leave himself a hundred grand or something.
0: I, I won't sniff it. I won't sniff at five hundred. No, um, I'd, I'd take I mean? anything.
1: <laughs> this reminds me, of, and, and we've got to take into account this is in nineteen ninety. Eight around that time. Yeah. Computers now were, were a lot more clued up about, and maybe he wouldn't know at the time that you can. When you save a file, you can see what you can just click preferences yeah. and like see it all and see what.
0: And it leaves a digital footprint. Like. Did you
1: see that vid? I, I can't remember where I watched it, but it was about a guy who claimed that his house got broken into, and I think it was a big insurance scam. And he had this fireplace or something to do with a fireplace, and it was val- it was like priceless, and that's what he was claiming all this money on. And the police asked him for a picture as evidence. So he sent him a picture and, like, emailed it across. But well, obviously the camera stores on exactly what date that picture was taken at. And all they did, literally, there was no, like, forensic, like, computer person there. It was just the general police just right-clicked on the file and was, like, preferences. Properties, and, and, yeah, and properties, yeah. that's it, and saw date taken. So they knew that he'd, take, he'd taken that photo after it had been stolen. Yeah. And, the, yeah, so may, maybe that's the reason why you didn't ever thought, oh, they don't know. Like, if I just make the date at the top of this piece of paper this date, they'll, they'll know none the wiser.
0: Yeah, and, I'm, you know, I'm not being funny, but he looked like he's an old guy you go into a doctor's office nowadays and it's like, click, 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 yeah. click, click. It, it's not, the, they don't seem to be that up to date with technology. And I'm not stereotyping all doctors because I'm sure there's doctors out there that yeah. are absolutely fine with technology. But you've got an older doctor, you would sense sort of like more traditional. And... We're, we're
1: kind of in between generations at the minute where they're being introduced into computers, but all they've been taught is on paper. They've yeah. only ever known paper. Whereas we're going into a paperless world, aren't we? I suppose. Yeah. So, police managed to investigate and certify 15 other cases where Shipman had administered lethal doses of diamorphine, falsely registered the patient's deaths, and edited their medical history to show that they were deathly ill. So, if he's believed to have killed over 200 people, I'm guessing yeah. they're just, not just assuming, because that might be quite a disrespectful thing to say, but they're putting two and two together and thinking, we can't physically prove it because these records are gone now or something, but Yeah this many people died and the family's statements have said there was in good health so we are just
0: we're going to assume that Yeah, he... we
1: could imagine we're, it's beyond reasonable doubt that he would have done the same to previous yeah. victims. So, in 2000 Shipman was sentenced to life imprisonment with a recommendation that he never be released and struck off by the General Medical Council. He was originally incarcerated in a Manchester prison but moved to HMP Frankland, Franklin in Durham. And eventually, to Wakefield Prison in West Yorkshire, he took his own life in January two thousand and four, the day before his fifty eighth birthday, According to BBC News, he reportedly told his probation officer that he was contemplating suicide so that his widow would receive his pension and lump sum.
0: yeah so i I do remember reading about this. well, I hearing about it on the documentary. this is something that I do remember so the day it was the day before his pension ran out, and he killed himself the day before. So his widow would get the full amount, and it wouldn't be separated because he knew he'd never be released from prison. So he killed himself so that his wife, his widowed wife would get all the money.
1: Fucking hell! I can't believe they let they let that happen. Especially if he spoke to his probation officer about doing it. Yeah. What what's it called? Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah. It's all over, all over all again. All over again. But yeah, before. it's It
0: uh, he, he was a very. He, I mean, for somebody so clever, he made a lot of silly mistakes. Yeah.
1: So it was in. In February of the year two thousand, police announced that they were investigating Chipman's role in on hundred and seventy five deaths but revealed there will be no more murder charges. So I'm guessing that's where they think Yeah we know who it is, but we're not we we haven't got the evidence charging for murder, but chances are yeah th- th- this came from it. And it's
0: the idea that I mean, it'd matter to the families obviously because, you know, they they want to know how the family member died and whether it was foul play or not. But he ain't coming out of prison, so yeah. You know, what's the point in going through all that? So in January, over, two, yeah. yeah. In
1: January 2001, the government report suggests approximately 236 of Shipman's former patients may have been killed. So I'm guessing it is just a case where it's hard to prove it now. Because in, in July, no, in June 2001, the Shipman inquiry begins in Manchester with the first phase dedicated to examining over 466 cases where Shipman's foul play is suspected. Christ.
0: That's mad. And Can was, you imagine how much like, manpower would have to be on that as well? Like How many people would be investigating that?
1: And it was the 13th of January 2004 where Shipman is found dead in his cell in a Wakefield prison. In Wakefield prison. Does
0: it tell you why he died?
1: No. That that must be awful for the families because the grandparents or parents have been taken away and if, if they say he's not even been discreet and tried to find people who are like, fairly ill or yeah. in not very good condition it's just took people's lives away though. there's
0: there's no closure for them and they'll never know like if they if a family member had a grandparent or a parent that was under dr shipman who died there's always going to be that yeah did the dad before the time like did it, he kill them
1: it's like it's an awful thought obviously but say if one of our well say if our grandparent passed and a doctor just said you know, it, there was nothing we could have done. It it was just mm, a freak. So we kind of not question it? you just think, oh well, you wouldn't ever expect a doctor yeah. to have done that to her. So the interesting one for this is the motives, because I, there's very few like people can't work it out, which I think is why this case was so obviously the high body count. But at the same time, like there was like what was the reasoning behind it? There's various theories that have been put forward to explain why Shipman turned to murder. Some suggest that he was avenging the death of his mother, who died when he was seventeen.
0: Yeah, well, by killing other people's mothers? Eld- that's not elderly aven- women? I mean, how did his mother die? Do we I'm learn not, I, I
1: tried to find out and I couldn't I could well, find out. Was
0: it due to malpractice? Because I can sort of understand the if, if link there. If there was foul play
1: involved in her, then possibly. she just died. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more charitable view is that he injected old ladies with morphine as a way of easing the burdens on the NHS. Ooh. Strange one, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but why would you care enough about the NHS? And, and I mean, I, I care about the yeah, NHS, yeah, don't I get, I get me wrong, to and kill and other people
1: that's like for example to a 200 whatever amount of bodies it was that was confirmed dead um due to his foul play that's not that's not a fucking dent on the nhs is no. It, realistically no so he can't have been that deluded. it's not to a one man job maybe that was his way of making himself feel like he's doing the right thing mm. like subconscious cuz i say they say like especially people with mental mental problems, like they can lie so much to themselves at the start to believe their own lies. So if yeah. he's there doing if it after a few times he's maybe looking for a reason why am I doing this like well I'm I'm helping the NHS and then he's in his head like I'm helping, I'm helping. So when he's committing these acts in his head he's actually thinking, No, I'm doing the right thing here.
0: So I've got a couple of ideas behind it. So I think personally doctors are the closest to God because they they have the ability to take life away and keep it so there's that sort of power thing there well
1: the other theory suggests that he simply could not resist playing God proving that he could take a life as well as save one yeah that's that's interesting That that's
0: if you had the you've got the if you've got the power and you've got the means to do so it, would you it's
1: definitely an interesting dynamic it's like testing God like like you can do it so can I, what, what, I what, what's the difference between me and you
0: I do think I was just thinking about the avenger mother's death thing and it reminds me, like, I'm weirdly brought to Deep Blue Sea. Right. So, you know, the, the testing for a new cure for Alzheimer's. Yes. And the doctor, her, Kate, I think, I think that's her name. But she, her dad had Alzheimer's. And she's determined, like, she's sacrificing the sort of sharks and she's going against all the ethics and stuff to make things better in the long run. Maybe that was. What I mean, so the idea that maybe his mother suffered from Alzheimer's, yeah. or and he, you know, he he was seeing it as easing the burden on them because it was it's such a harrowing death, yeah, and he he just took that away from them before they had the chance to get ill. Maybe that was his theory behind it.
1: Well, according to Dane Janet Smith, the chairwoman of the inquiry into the career of Britain's most prolific serial killer, she quoted, "I regret to say that I can shed very little light on why Shipman killed his parents." Uh, killed his patient sorry i was like what (laughs) she admits in the first 336 page volume of a six volume report she adds elsewhere there is some evidence that he is an addicted person that he has an addictive personality and it's possible that killing was a form of addiction yeah yes but the the problem is i think we've delved into this before can we just not accept that some people are mental and there doesn't have to be a motive people don't have to have motives to do something
0: yeah we talked about this didn't we
1: like we always try and find out why did they do it there must be a reason like I think it's i think it's in like the human like the human brains like nature like muscle memory that no there has to be something like we don't like things being unknown we don't like to not know why yeah so we're trying to throw all these reasons as to why he might have done it but in reality do do we just not know
0: well just looking back I just had a quick google about how harold's mother died and she died of cancer when she was 43 so harold was 17
1: and the treatments that he was given was prolific for yeah cancer patients. treatments yeah
0: pain relief for cancer patients so
1: this is this is completely not factual this is just me like uh theorizing so maybe he and we can relate to this in somewhat without getting into it because we just don't need to but he might have grown up especially being a young boy being a Teenagers, seeing his mum all the time on these heavy drugs yeah. and not actually feel like he's got his mum and he might have saw this medication as that's what's taking my mum away. Now, as he became a doctor, he might not have thought that in his head, like, consciously, but in the back of his mind, it's always the drugs are what took my mum Yeah, you,
0: you grow to hate the medication rather than...
1: Because it just, it numbs, does that, that yes, heavy medication, Wilson, yeah, heavy medication, it's like a shield of just medication in front of him. You don't actually feel like...
0: You lose the person. Yeah,
1: you lose the person. The drugs just take over, and obviously they need them in most cases to to not feel pain and to feel mm-hmm. that, so that they're not the their value of the life beneficial is still, to them. We, yeah, but... but to other people, it's like I'm I don't know who I'm looking at anymore. It's, it the, the drugs are so heavy and
0: yeah, I can see that. So
1: possibly that's maybe why I use them because it's not like he. There's obviously thousands of reasons to not just kill someone in your office, but it wasn't like violent. And I'd imagine a lot of the time, especially from that one where she got, well, I'd imagine the majority of the time because it would have been very suspicious if it was dying in his office. He didn't even get to see the death. He didn't. He didn't physically kill someone in front of him to the point where he saw that dead body in his in his office yeah. chair opposite him. So it was kind of like a. If anything, it's a cowardly way to do it. Just to essentially giving someone. A matter of hours or minutes to live, and then sending them off home. Yeah. So that God, could that's it, awful. yeah, could it have? And that they're leaving, not knowing, or maybe they've
0: got, a few or maybe they're going
1: upstairs they into because they're very unwell from the drugs. But they're leaving, not knowing that I've just been given a lethal injection.
0: That's insane. But then,
1: if his mum was a cancer patient, and that's that's where the it treatment came from. It sort of makes sense. You, I mean, you, it's not right, it, it, but it, and we might be completely wrong here and well off, but it, we're just theorising what he possibly could have been thinking. And it might have been that he was so mentally scarred from seeing his mum so heavily dosed on drugs, and then at the end of it, losing her because he might not have been able to. Mm. It's not like she came off the drugs, recovered, and then he could. Like he had his mum back until she passed. So I'd imagine it was quite
0: yeah, quite a painful. It wasn't just experience. The, yeah, it
1: wasn't just a death that affected him. It was the fact that he lost his mum, however many days, months, years before through all the heavy medication.
0: And it might be uh, maybe even like resentment. So the idea of you know why should you have a perfectly healthy parent? My yeah, husband? jealousy. Yeah, that's a point.
1: It's a it's an awful like if if it, let's just say that is the case. It's an awful thing to go through. I'd imagine losing a parent, uh, especially at a young age. Mm. But people have it happens to many, many, many it people, does. and it's one of them things. It's it's an awful thing to have to go through. But that, like you say, it's no excuse or no reason into yeah, to act in that right. way. And the the fact that he's gone through medical school and become a doctor, and he's still got that streak in him, it.
0: And he got through medical school with that streak in him as yeah, well. Yeah, it's
1: not like he turned seventeen and then went on a mad killing spree. That that's been settling with him for years, and like, was had, that
0: always his desire? He's had
1: time to get over it.
0: Did he go through? Did he go through medical school? Like, yeah, this is.
1: See, I'd, I'd imagine not. I, I in my head, it from what I've learned about him, I think he wouldn't have done. He was genuinely. Like wanting to become a doctor, but then when he saw how easily he could control and essentially live, pick who, choose, like he could have a, a, a customer, a patient come into his office and he, he decides whether that, that, that patient lives or dies. And that is an immense, like you imagine having that type of power like in your mind, because obviously he doesn't. Essentially, I choose who lives and dies, so do you. You could take a knife out and stab someone at any point, Yeah. but we know we wouldn't get away with it. He thought in his head he could get away with it, so essentially in his head, he has the power to decide who lives and dies, whoever comes into his office. And that type of power could, could easily go to your head.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know it, it was mainly just elderly women as well, but actually I remember seeing some sort of a documentary, documentary and I've just checked it now and he might have killed a four-year-old girl while the mother left the child's bedside to go get a cup of tea. Like I remember seeing that in the documentary and, think, and hearing it. uh, Might have
1: as in that girl died and they can't prove it all.
0: So Shipman was working as a trainee GP on a children's ward when he was left alone with the girl. And uh, like there was no...
1: Cause of death. Cause of death. Like like no malicious intent that that they saw. But he was around that. that. That's the thing when something like this comes out. When you hear about a serial killer who committed these crimes X amount of years ago... Anyone that's been in contact with him who died, you could, you just don't know, do you? You don't know how... Did he have anything to do with it?
0: Yeah, so it says, Susan Garfitt's mother, that's the um, child, was told her daughter might not live much longer. Before leaving the ward for a cup of tea, she told Shipman to be kind to her daughter, but did not give him permission to quicken her death. When she returned to the ward, her daughter was dead.
1: Fucking hell, how did he, how did he not get caught out for that?
0: Because he said that...
1: She didn't have long left. Yeah,
0: they said well, I presume it wasn't Shipman that told her that, but the the child was ill, but she went to go get a cup of tea and was left with her and then she came back and she was dead.
1: So in theory, let's just say because obviously it's not proven, so we don't want to say that he did something when it's not it's not black and white. But maybe maybe that was well, that one not his first instance though, was it, I'd imagine?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Because it that, was when he was a trainee though
1: because he could have in my mind now again i'm theorizing here this is just completely off my mind but he could have saw her in pain and agony and he made the decision in his own mind it's not worth her living anymore she's in pain she's unwell she's not going to make it i'll just speed the process up mm. and then did that give him a taste of like i i pick who lives and dies i can decide whether a person wakes up tomorrow or doesn't yeah, maybe I mean, that's it, where the it first
0: tri- came yeah from. it can
1: trigger you can't it to do worse so to end it it's a question this more, this is more like grave encounters than this type of doctor but there's been countless doctors in real life who have been like the one in grave encounters where they have performed tests on very mm. unwell people completely off, off the record so and when I was thinking about this question I also brought it back to Heroes you know the book I read in school was part of my English yeah is it Larry LaSalle yeah, is that his Larry name yeah Larry LaSalle who was a war hero but also raped little Nicole Nicole and other children, was it? Yeah, it was rumoured. She wasn't
0: the first. And he,
1: I can't, I I won't be able to quote it exactly, but he basically said... one
0: sin, wipe away all the good things. Exactly.
1: So, say if a doctor, um, let's just say, for example, you have a a relative or we have a relative. We'll answer it in both because I have not really thought about answering the question. And they've got a terminal illness yeah. or an illness that's deteriorating them over, no, we'll say an illness that's deteriorating them over a long period of time. So we have to essentially watch that. And there's a, there's a cure for it. Someone has found a cure, yeah. but you know, to, fa- you know that, and and it's offered to you to say we can, we can cure it and it'll like, it will go away. But we have, you know, that this testing's not been legally and, and people have suffered and been tortured and been experimented on live, literally like, like caged rats. Um, to, to develop this cure like could you take it willingly and think because essentially what you're saying is I don't give a shit about the people who have suffered because they don't affect me what affects me is what in front of me or morally could you not do it and think I know what's happened to the people who have suffered to get this cure I don't it's a I tough know. One, I it?
0: think and I genuinely think a lot of illnesses that we are now exempt from and we have vaccinations for and things like that you know i don't think that the testing froms ever been entirely legal somewhere along the line for a lot of illnesses a legal experimentation has gone on so yeah. in order to cure it i don't know
1: it's a tough one isn't it because like you say then that that this is why i quote back to larry LaSalle, because does this doctor turn around and say i i have i have saved millions of lives and millions of heart even even more heartbreak for families i've 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 made so many people's lives so much better, yeah. but in turn, I've took advantage of these five people, uh, tortured them, done experiments, like inhumane things to them, yeah. in order to get this cure. Like, does that make me a bad person? Do you know, it's a, it's such a tough question to ask.
0: It makes them. It would make them a bad person. <clears throat> there's, no, I don't think there's any doubt about that because.
1: But then but then does it because morally like if you if you had that choice right, I'll ask you a question that's like a generic would you rather would you rather finally Would you rather is it? Yeah. So you're on a train, right? You're the train driver.
0: You've told. I think. Did I not pose this one to you?
1: What? Where there's five people. Yeah, the, I told oh, you this one on on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no, not on the podcast, but I told you this one before.
1: All oh, right. Well. It, well. Anyway, the the question is for those who haven't heard it. You want you're the you're the driver of a train, and you're going on down this track, and there's one person stood in the middle of the track who's stuck there, um, and you're on the way to kill him. And there's five people on the train that you're driving, or you can switch the lever, take yourself off track to the one person, and completely off course, and kill yourself and five other people. So basically, if you don't act, one person's going to die because of you. Like, and the question is, would you stay on that track for the one person, or would you kill the five? Like, would I'd you would you the track. would you change the action to kill five people? This is what I'm saying. No, 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 no it's five it's... people on the track, isn't it? And one person in the cabin, and you. Yeah. So would you kill five people, but you'd be held responsible for that? or would you would you pull the lever and, and end the one person's life essentially you pick between and end
0: the one person's life because it's the idea of the mass majority
1: Exactly so by a doctor torturing and killing five humans to to cure millions it's it's a tough one isn't it your hands are tied it's, Yeah
0: it's difficult
1: I'd be inter- obviously I'd, I don't know how we get feedback but I'd in, I'd be interested in other people's opinions on this
0: I mean I don't think as I said I don't think it makes him a good person but I don't think but it, it's the concept of doing the right thing for the the wrong thing for the right reasons
1: do you do you prioritize mankind for man is what you're asking like is one man's death or i'm not saying man's but obviously mankind man wordplay yeah but does does one person or or a small majority of people's deaths uh, is that to cure millions is it worth them few people's lives i don't like if if i don't know if i said to you now i can cure the a, a deadly disease, but I'm gonna kill ten people in the process to find this cure when it don't affect you and stuff, you can just be like, well yeah, it's it's obvious. Why wouldn't you do it?
0: I think a lot of a lot of it would depend on uh, consent. So I think there's a way around it. If you if you killed mm-hmm. terminal oh, this is gonna sound really awful, I'm gonna say it. If you killed terminal ill people who were not going to get better or people who, you know, were like i made the decision that they
1: didn't want didn't to be, want to be, here, be
0: here anymore makes it slightly better if you're just grabbing random people off the street and doing it illegally i'd, I'd say
1: random people because the,
0: then no it's not right
1: That that's fair enough but what but going back to the first question is if it was someone you really loved on that bed then, then, yes. then it changes. That this is what I'm saying. I th- yeah. I
0: think to sa- if it was to save my mom, so, then I'd yeah, do it. Yeah. So
1: essentially, we've all got that greed in us, haven't we? We've all got not necessarily bad greed for money, but but selfishness to want to protect your own.
0: If it was for me, no. If it was for somebody I love, then yes. Yeah. I, you know, I I couldn't put my life above somebody else's, but, could but I could put my family loved. members' lives above somebody else.
1: It, it's oh my it's God. so strange. I, I think the thing is, the human race is just spineless. I think, I think the majority. No, <laughs> I, I think I think we are. I think the majority yeah, of. Yeah. Like, I asked this question when I went for a walk with some friends the other day. I said, "If if would you become vegetarian if you had to kill what you was going to eat? So if you wanted a bacon sandwich you had to kill the pig." And we all said yes. So and it, because it's that thing, like I know i know that things are going on in the background that i wouldn't like and i don't like the thought of but as long as i don't physically close see your them, eyes don't yeah see it's, it's, it's ignorance isn't it but yeah. we're, we're all guilty of and it. we
0: live we live in ignorance and i think that's you know if we if we had to form that stark reality of you if you do something you see the repercussions of what happens then exactly it would so, change a lot of things so if
1: so if I so, for example, like what I agree with what you're saying about the would you take the cure for someone you love, but then would would you want to change if it was like, but you you have to stand there and be in the room when I do these experiments to these people, and you have to look them in the eyes when I'm I'm going to perform, and you'd be like, well, no, I can't, yeah, do I it. couldn't do it because you have, you, it's the same result either way. Those people, it's going to happen to those people whether you're there or not. But it's just the fact that if I'm being forced to see the repercussions of my choices, I don't, I I couldn't do it anymore.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh it reminds me of an inspector calls we study it at school we study it at school and uh it's about this this family called the burling family and this guy called gerald croft and he's marrying the daughter of the burling family sheila and an inspector comes to the house uh, one night when they're celebrating the engagement and explains that a young girl has committed suicide she drank bleach and it turns out they all had something to do yeah, with why I she killed herself. I think we herself. did read the
1: book, but I, I not I, I can't stand books where it's like a play where it says. Yeah, it was a play. The name and the, the thing.
0: And uh, it turns out they all had something to do. Like so, Mr. Berlin got a, Mr. Berlin fired her from the first job she had. Sheila got her fired from the second one because she looked prettier than her in a dress. Gerald had an affair with her and then like gave her a place to stay and stuff. But when it was over, he threw her, like he basically threw her nah. out. Mrs. Burling, she got she uh, Eva ended up getting pregnant, and because Eva used the same name as her, she got she refused the case. And then Eric Burling was the one that got her pregnant. And it was the idea that because none of them could see the consequences of their actions they didn't care but once their consequences were brought to light the younger generation started to care more
1: yeah we don't we don't like seeing we're happy to make choices as long as we don't see the repercussions of them
0: yeah and there's like there's a really poignant quote and I always use it and it's um when we're talking about this and I always say right at the end of an essay make sure you end it with this quote and it's um the, the girl's called Eva Smith, and it's because it's a regular name, like it's a really common last name, Smith. And he says there are millions and millions and millions and millions of John Smiths and Eva Smiths. And he then goes on to talk about we are one body. We are responsible for each other. Yeah. And at the end, he says, and if man will not learn that lesson, then it will be taught in fire and blood and anguish. And it is the concept that it if we, it, if we yeah. do not learn to look after each other, we will learn that lesson, but we will learn it through suffering.
1: Well, it's like Cold War and stuff when that, that nearly kicked off. Like, yeah. it, nuclear, like nuclear war could have ended the world. But yeah, I think that's a nice nice bit to end it on. It is. Nice summary. Thank you. (laughs) So, expect Scary Movie Monday, isn't it? Scary
0: Movie on Monday.
1: So, I hope you've enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Thanks
0: for listening. Bye.